Hi, this is Dr. Mini Malhotra and welcome to The Better Prescription. As a physician, I always wanted to help people understand that there is a better way of taking care of their health away from prescriptions and procedures. And this podcast is a tool that will help and guide you to a natural root cause approach which can not only prevent disease but also reverse them if it is not too advanced. Like they say, prevention is better than cure. So a lot of time my clients ask me that how do we choose like a dietary supplement or a nutraceutical? How do we go about like there are so many in the grocery stores, in the wholesale, in vitamin shops, GNC, all these places. How do I really know which is good for me? So sometimes it's easy to assume that if a product is on the store shelf, then it must be safe. But dietary supplements are regulated in a post-market manner. That means that the Food and Drug Administration does not evaluate the contents or effects of the supplements before they are sold. And a harmful or illegal dietary supplement can stay on the store shelves for a long, long time and sometimes even years before the FDA can remove them. Because of this, it's important to be an informed consumer and understand the risk before deciding to use any dietary supplement. So this episode is designed to help you decide if the potential benefits of dietary supplements outweigh those risks and if so, how you can better choose a lower risk product. So if you remember, there was a supplement company called Purity, which was a marketing supplement and a lot of people who were on that supplement got effects of high androgen excess. So then there was a physician who was sharing the patients with with the chiropractor who was actually telling them to use this supplement and he saw effects of the high androgen in, in almost all the patients and the common things that they had that they went to the same chiropractor. And when it was further looked into it showed that that uh, purity company was marketing that supplement but was not truthful about the contents. It did have a lot of anabolic steroids in that supplement and then of course the rest is history you know there was a lawsuit and the company was closed but not before people had so many side effects so while you may be listening to this episode to get a simple yes or no as to whether you should use supplements there is not an easy answer and this resource has introduced the potential benefits and risks of using supplements but at the end of the day it is up to every individual to figure out if the benefits of using a supplement outweigh the risks and regardless of whether you are an individual or a recreational athlete or an elite level athlete or you support an athlete we encourage you to be aware of everything you use and consume you are responsible for everything that goes in and on your body, whether through the eyes, ears, nose, mouth or skin. So start checking your medications from cold medications to asthma inhalers on globaldro.com to see if they have any permitted or prohibited ingredient and learn more about the risks that are associated with supplements by visiting supplement411.org to find the ways you can reduce your risk. If you think incorporating a supplement into your routine would be helpful, then do your due diligence to research that supplement and manufacturer. And keep in mind, there are no guarantees the use of a supplement, a dietary supplement is at your own risk. And the dietary ingredients that are found in supplements can also be found in foods. In fact, by law, dietary supplements only can only contain ingredients that are already in the food supply. But 
dietary supplements are highly processed many times, there's always a chance of contamination during the manufacturing process. Who would you rather have manufacture your calcium, a factory or mother nature? So dietary supplements, according to the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act of 1994, a dietary supplement is defined by law as a product taken by mouth. A patch or cream is not legally considered a supplement that contains a dietary ingredient that is intended to supplement the diet. The intended use can only be to supplement the diet. So a supplement cannot be advertised to treat or cure a disease or ailment of any kind. So what are the ingredients? The ingredients contained in the supplements may include vitamins, minerals, herbs, other botanicals, amino amino acids, substances such as enzymes, organ tissues, glands and metabolites. These supplements also may contain extracts or concentrates of dietary ingredients and may be found in many forms like tablets, capsules, soft gels, gel caps, liquids or powders. And they can also be found in other forms such as a bar. If the label does not represent the food as a product as a conventional food or as a replacement for a full meal or a diet. A dietary supplement can be also liquid if the information on the label makes it clear that it's not a standard beverage or drink for the sole purpose of rehydration. Regardless of the form, the DSHEA, the the association, places the dietary supplements in a special category under the general umbrella of foods and not drugs and requires that every supplement be labeled as a dietary supplement. All individuals need good nutrition, but it is up to each individual to determine whether this nutrition is best obtained through food or supplements. Under certain circumstances, some dietary supplements may also be helpful to people. And it is important to first evaluate the nutritional needs of the person and then identify whether increasing intake of certain vitamins, minerals or other ingredients are necessary. You can use the steps below to determine if an individual needs a dietary supplement. Even simple, safe-looking products from Seemingly reputable companies can be contaminated with dangerous ingredients that can cause serious health problems. And sometimes if you are an athlete, you can you know, violate the anti-doping laws. Because of the benefits of dietary supplements are often exaggerated, the decision to use a product should be based on nutritional needs and not any competitive advantage that a product claims to offer. So despite the claim that a dietary supplement may make in advertising, there are no regulatory or enforcement agencies that check to make sure that the advertisements are accurate. And federal law does not even require supplement companies to prove to FDA that their products are safe or effective before they are sold. Because of this, individuals and consumers should ignore advertising and focus instead on the research about the individual dietary ingredients such as basic vitamins and minerals. The use of unhealthy, low-quality or unlisted ingredients is a big problem in the supplement industry. And even though there are many high-quality and safe dietary supplements on the market, there is always the possibility that the supplement an individual chooses could contain dangerous or illegal ingredients. And there are often no warning signals that a product is unsafe and many people have suffered health problems or have had positive drug tests from using products that were incorrectly labeled or contaminated with dangerous ingredients such as anabolic steroids, pharmaceuticals or research drugs. And sometimes risky or dangerous ingredients are not even listed on the label or identified by a confusing 
name. Supplements can also contain low-quality ingredients or old or unstable ingredients that degrade or get bad really quickly. And other supplements might not contain the ingredients on the label. The FDA and other organizations list many examples of tested products containing zero amount of the listed ingredients. So they have found sometimes that whatever was claimed was not there. In some situations, this could lead to malnutrition if the individual stops eating food and with the ingredient because they rely solely on that supplement. If you choose to use uncertified supplements in spite of risks, avoid using products with red flags. Keep in mind that there is no guarantee that USADA is aware of the several dietary supplements and on initial inspection would have been ex exhibited any red flags, but testing revealed that they were contaminated with the experimental drugs. So because the supplement's label and contents are not checked by FDA or anyone else before a product is sold, it is completely up to the manufacturer to accurately lift, list the ingredients and the amount. While there are many companies that make high-quality supplements and spend a lot of time ensuring the labeling of their products is accurate, there are also companies that are sloppy during manufacturing or deliberately spike their products with illegal ingredients that are not on the label. So there have been many cases where seemingly safe or low-risk products end up containing prohibited performance-enhancing drugs even though there was nothing on the label that make that product appear unsafe. So researching your supplements and recognizing red flags is one of the ways to reduce your risk if you decide to use supplements. Before using any supplement, check if the product or manufacturer is on the USADA's high-risk list, supplement411.org forward slash HRL or FDA tainted supplements list. While these lists are not inclusive, they do identify many supplements and manufacturers that are known to be risky for consumers. And you should also consider these red flags while evaluating and researching any supplement that you want to use. So as a part of my practice, I do use very high quality supplements from good, really good companies which have a lot of research. If you talk to your provider or if it is a functional medicine provider, usually well-educated in all of this and because we want to get results and we, are, we think about safety first and we actually research that company a lot before we start using it on our clients. And there are many really good companies which, you know, which manufacture these supplements under very safe conditions and list all the ingredients. And that is what I use in my practice to help my clients because people may have some nutritional deficiencies. We also do a lot of advanced tests because we want to find out exactly what you need and or what you require instead of just, you know, throwing darts in the dark. And we want to make sure that your nutrition is to the point because that's one of the key things. And if we are using supplements in our protocol, we also tell them to eat foods that are rich in that particular nutrient if they are deficient in. So what I do is if there is not a severe deficiency or high risk deficiency, I usually try to tell them people to try the food 
first and then recheck it to see if they are absorbing because sometimes it could be your gut health which could be poor and you're not absorbing the nutrients. So no matter how many supplements you push into yourself, you're not going to get those levels. So in my unique methodology, cellular detoxification, optimization of hormones, performance nutrition and enhanced mind mastery, we actually do some advanced tests that help us find out the nutrient deficiencies. We also see detoxification pathways. We also see your gut health to find out whether you will absorb those nutrients. Otherwise, we find another route so that you get the best use of your supplements. So remember about checking your supplements, making sure it's from a good source and also not just believing what the advertising says. So that's all I have for you today. I will talk to you again next week with another great topic. Please send your questions to Dr. Mini at anchorwellnesscenter.com and share this with your friends and family and give us a review, a good one, because we are all here to help people and we want people to succeed in getting the health and wellness that they want. And as a co-human being, a co-citizen, I would like to invite people with like-mindedness to you know, share and support each other so that we can get into the best health ever. So to your health and wellness, this is Dr. Mini and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.